Welcome to the Web3 Artist Spotlight, the podcast that shines a spotlight on talented artists who are leveraging Web3 technology to sell their art and connect with collectors in new and innovative ways. Through in-depth interviews, we learn more about the artists behind the art and uncover their unique creative processes, inspirations, passions, and the stories behind their captivating artworks. From seasoned professionals to emerging talents, we bring you a diverse range of voices from the Web3 community, and we delve deeper into how blockchain technology, NFTs, and decentralized platforms are revolutionizing the art industry. Alexander Selesnyov is a talented photographer with a gift for capturing stunning landscapes and cityscapes. He was recently featured at NFT NYC 2023. He is fearless in his pursuit of capturing the right shot and his post-production talents add a warmth and uniqueness to his art that makes viewers really sit with the image and take it in. Alexander is also a software engineer and a member of the Web3 community. And with that, Giancarlo and I welcome Alexander. Welcome, Alexander. And um, yeah, we usually like to kick this off with maybe, um, why don't you take like five minutes and tell us a little bit more about yourself, your story, and how did you come into Web3? Okay, okay. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me here and to giving me this opportunity to speak. Um, I have to say it's my first interview, like, ever. <laughs> um <laughs> So, yeah, and uh, as you hear, my uh, English is not my native language, so I apologize if I do any mistakes. Uh, I apologize from head. And uh, I will try to do um, kind of short introduction. Uh, stop me if I'm going to speak long time. Uh, so for me, uh, it started about uh, five years ago. Then I got divorced. I, I I was I divorced and um, in some point of time I I had free time and uh, I started to hike and I wanted to it was like my free space my free time my quiet place and I wanted to keep this I wanted to take uh, all of these emotions with me after the hike. And uh, I started to do a lot of photos with uh, fun, and it was uh, not enough. And, and I said, okay, let's buy a camera, what I can do with, uh, with a camera. And about the camera, it's supposed to be better, why it's worse. And I started to dig over the internet, and I found that uh, most people are doing post-processing, like they tweaking photos a little bit. And, uh, and I said, okay, I need to try it. I need to try uh, to do a little tweaks for my, uh, for my photos. Uh, so at first I took about 2000 photos a day. I could picture of <laughs> every stone, every flower, every tree. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, it was bad. It was mess. It's nothing, nothing good. But, uh, afterwards, when I tried to post process photos, I realized that I don't need to do every photo. Uh, and little by little, it's from I'm hiking uh, and taking photos, I'm hiking for taking photos. It's, uh, it's become my passion, it's become my target. And uh, for now, I just 
<laughs> I cannot think about traveling somewhere without my uh, without my camera. I found myself uh, kind of a niche. Uh, I'm doing uh, time blending photography. I'm staying on the same position for for a long time, and afterwards I'm blending photos from a different from different times, like from sunset, night, um, sunrise. I'm blending everything together. Um, big fan of details. Big fan of colors. I really like when my photos like um, explosion of everything, like mix uh, mix of different colors. And most complicated genre for me is minimally. <laughs> I cannot get it at all. It's uh, so funny. Yeah, and I keep uh, calling myself crazy photographer uh, because I I don't see obstacles when I'm doing photos. Like literally, they are not exist for me. I uh, I once uh, found myself taking photos on a uh, minefield. Wow! <laughs> yeah, I, I can joke uh, about this now, but that time uh, when I found myself at minefield, it's, it was not like I go. It it easy to get there. No, it was a fence that I need to climb on it, and afterwards I rolled after another fence, and I, I'm just walking and looking for a better spot. And um, yeah, <laughs> I keep doing it. I just don't see obstacles when I'm doing uh, photos. And uh, post-processing, uh, also something that catch me lots. I uh, trying to fix every little de- detail. I can uh, go up to 10, 12 hours of post-processing. Single photo. <laughs> Single photo. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, actually, this photo, that uh, latest been uh, photo to the to the to the space. Uh, it's photo uh, that I took from sunset to sunrise, about twelve hours on the same location, and uh, post processing took me about uh, eleven, twelve hours as well. So yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, it's 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 so beautiful, and I, I love that that time blending aspect, right? Because you can see like. You know, it's like the passing of time and yet stillness at the same time, like both in the same image. And yeah, it's it's beautiful. I mean, like you, you definitely the all the work you put in and the post processing definitely shows. Definitely shows through. Yeah, uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, for for me, the most uh, complicated uh, in time blending. I have two goals when I'm doing it. Uh, first of all, I I want to keep it kind of believable. So I don't want to put uh, moon and sun, moon and Milky Way. It doesn't work together. Um, other side of the thing, I want to make uh, the feeling of a dream, of a fairy tale. And uh, sometimes I succeed uh, in doing this. And Alexander, um, so a question for you then, uh, other part of this was, you know, how did you find out about this whole like web three nft space and 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 actually like enter it and actually you know create your own like collections like how did you find out about this space and, and get started with it and uh, okay for me it started it's been around uh social medias like for a while and uh, i was uh, curious about uh, this and i uh, read about it a little uh, here and there and uh, i'm a software engineer on my on my full time and photography my uh, side 
job or my passion, I call it. And my dream is to become full-time landscape photographer. And I always uh, look for a way how I can do it. And uh, for me, the trigger was when, uh, you know, if, uh, if you ever heard about uh, Daniel Cordan, a very famous photographer, he uh, also doing it uh, also in uh, NFT spaces. And um, once he posted the link that he was able to sell a collection, a uh, huge amount of money. And I said, okay, I need it's time. I need. I need to do it. I need to go. I need to go and find out what's what's going on. And uh, this time I come here. I uh, do believe that NFT will give me that possibility to change my software engineer work to uh, landscape photography in some part of time. No, that's awesome. And I really hope you're able to to make that transition to doing it full time. And I mean, like I said, I mean, from looking at your, your photography, I mean, it is, it is just absolutely stunning. I mean, it's just such incredible work. Um, and so I, um, I pinned up another one of your pictures. Um, and you were mentioning this one, that this was work that you did in, in Finland. So what I noticed is not only are the pictures really incredible, I mean, it's just beautiful pictures, but they span so many different locations. Like you've gone to like so many places and what I wanted to know is maybe can you walk us through like your process of how you go about like selecting and planning out your photo shoots, right? Because you're going to all these different locations. You're also staying there on set or in the place for hours, you know, to capture this stuff. I can imagine some of these places are freezing, you know, so I'm, I'm just curious, like, how do you go about planning, like where you go and, um, and, uh, and that, that whole process to actually be able to capture these shots? I, again, I'm a software engineer and I'm not depend on how much I sell. So I have time for planning. I have time for creating a good piece of art. And uh, my goal is to create art and not to sell things. Uh, this, first of all. So when I planning, I can call it uh, intuition. I uh, like, I, I have a list of places I want to visit. It's and a list of places, but sometimes I got a feeling that okay, I need to go there. I'm sorry, and when I have a feeling of I need to go there, I'm starting to look on locations. I'm start, uh, I'm looking on uh, existing photos from uh, those places, famous photos of those places. Uh, sometimes I connect with local photographers and uh, ask them like where to go, uh, where not to go, also very important. And, uh, but final planning, it's go to location, scout the location, to see it with my eyes and to imagine how it will look when um, I will capture it on different condition. And the last thing is uh, luck. <laughs> I heavily rely on luck. Um, and what do you mean by that part? I just just out of curious, like uh, when you say by luck, just that like you happen to land upon a spot that um, that you really want that connects with you, and you really want to take a picture, or that you're able to get to where you want to go or that the weather conditions are good. Like what, what do you mean by that part of the, the luck aspect? 
Um, okay, let me give you an example. The, the latest pin, uh, the latest picture pin in mm -hmm. Finland, Lapland, out of the place uh, two days before. And I say, okay, this place is going to be amazing if I have uh, an orphan lights over there. And um, I keep scouting the other location and uh, Northern Heights didn't come. And it was my last day, my day on Finland. And I say, okay, no matter what, uh, I'm going to that place. And I hope that something will arrive. And it was last day, my stay, me staying at Finland. It was night. I had uh, like next, next day, I needed to drive about five, five hours to the airport and to return my, my car. But I said, no, I'm going and I'm hoping for the best. And uh, uh, apparently it came. <laughs> that's awesome. And that picture, I, I mean, that, that's so cool that it actually happened on your last day and you were able to capture it. Yeah, thank you. It, um, again, it, it happens for me that uh, last moment I capture what I uh, want. Uh, it happens for me a lot that, that I I rely on luck and I like not giving up till the last moment till uh, till I get what I want. I love that. I think you almost manifest your luck because you allow it to happen, which is really cool. Um, I had a question for you, Alexander. You have been to so many different places and environments. If you had to choose a location that inspires you the most or that you enjoyed being in the most. Which would that be? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a very hard question. I cannot, uh, I literally I cannot uh, choose any location and say this place, uh, it's like I loved it the most. Mm, so many places, different conditions. And uh, for example, Finland, uh, I heard uh, it was most complicated um, conditions so far because it's freezing i i don't, i don't like i live in israel so i don't like cold i love when it's like both uh, above human body temperature and um, but pictures was gorgeous um i really like life humans in italy i recently was at uh, utah and usa and it was also so beautiful that i cannot i Definitely want to come back again. And I was at Georgia. I had the longest hike, uh, hike at Georgia and also people so, uh, so friendly. Um, I'm sorry. I, can, I cannot choose one specific location. I love that though. Thank you for answering though, because I like actually visualized all of those places as you were mentioning it. And I agree. Utah is full of geography, um, over there in that part of our country here. Yeah, I could probably relate to that too, because like, and I guess because there's just like so much beauty and, and it's different, right? Like it's just, it's there's a lot of different types of beauty that you can see in, um, in different places, you know? So yeah, I, I think I, I, I don't, I'd probably also have a hard time like picking a favorite as well. Uh, oh, I see it. We have a hand. Uh, maybe I'll, we'll quickly go to, to that and then um, we'll continue with our questions. Uh, Ibrahim, hey, how are you doing? Hello, dear John, Carlo, Jennifer, Alexander, all of my great friends. Uh, it's the first time I have pleasure to be in your spaces. First, thanks for having me and thanks for hosting. I'm really enjoying from all of these great questions and conversation. Alexander, you know, uh, it's about the two years I'm in this community, but I don't know. I didn't have enough pleasure to meet you and your amazing photos. 
they are truly fantastic. And uh, based what you spoke, truly you are a professional photographer and deep person. You know, I like your philosophy behind your art. I have a question for you. So as a deep person, uh, have you ever think about your legacy as a photographer and what it will be? Thank you. I'm sorry, can you, can you explain what you mean by a legacy? By a legacy, I mean, for example, in the next uh, 10 years, when you look at, back at your journey as a photographer, what would you like to see? I actually, uh, I really like to look uh, behind. I, look to, I like to look on way I come and I really like to see the improvement. How do I improve uh, over time? Because I improve all the time, and uh, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know where it will lead me. So if if you say like taking ten years from here, I don't know. I I want to travel as much as I can um, till I have uh, time, till I have uh, this possibility to travel, and I want to catch uh, beauty of every corner of this world, and uh, as much as I can. Um, I don't have a specific goal, but just as much as I can. Perfect, perfect. Uh, sorry, a perfect answer as I expected. Truly, the experiences that we are able to make in the travels, truly, uh, you cannot find them anywhere. Thank you so much for uh, having me here, Giancarlo. Oh, no, you're welcome. Thank you so much for coming up and asking a question. I know we recently connected as well, and... I'm also a fan of your photography as well. It's beautiful stuff as well. But so I really appreciate you coming up and, uh, and asking a question. And hopefully, Alexander, 10 years from now, you've already been you know, full-time photographer <laughs> so that you could devote more time to, to traveling and, and experiencing more and capturing more of the world as well. So hopefully that's part of that 10-year that journey. I uh, dream for it. I look forward for it. And I believe that uh, I will achieve this. But no, that's awesome. So um, other question I had for you, right, is, you know, so you and, you and you alluded to it a little bit at the beginning, right? You've taken photos and you have this in your, in your bio as well, like in, in a lot of pretty dangerous places, right? So you mentioned like a minefield, uh, your profile talked about taking pictures in thunderstorms around steep rocks, pretty much doing anything and everything to get to capture the shots. I was curious if you could share with us, like, what's been like the scariest like photography experience you've had to date? At some point of time, I was at desert uh, taking photos of uh, uh, Milky Way, and um, I heard was a car arriving, and it was Bedouins. It's actually scared me a lot because most people, they like, they have guns, they, they don't know rules, they don't care, and they can just uh, make violence for fun. <laughs> and this actually scared me, scared me alone. And I think what, what I'm doing here, I'm staying here alone in desert and I cannot like do, do nothing. But uh, at the end, it was fun because people stayed and uh, lived, uh, saw me and they asked what I'm doing and I explained when I meant uh, it, it was really fun in the end. At first, it was very scary. I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine because if you didn't know at the beginning and people showing up with guns, I mean, that could be terrifying. And it's crazy that it's actually, it wasn't nature that scared you the most. It was actually people. So that, I was surprised by that. I thought you were going to mention to me like, yeah, I was in 
caught on this mountain or something and you know i don't know like or or the storm but or or the freezing cold you know whatever it was but that it was actually people interesting yeah you know from, from nature you know what to expect even when it's storm even when you know what to expect but from people you you, you cannot know what to expect it's like human being <laughs> most unpredictable being in the world That's such an amazing answer because it's so true and it just made me think of something that my stepfather used to tell me all the time because I used to be really scared about standing by the cemetery on the bus stop um and he'd always tell me what are you scared of the people who are gone you should be scared of people who are here and I was like yo true my grandma <laughs> used to tell me that all the time <laughs> of course I, she did because yep. that of course <laughs> Oh my goodness. You and I have too many like yep. similarities. It's really crazy. Um but that was really that's scary. I'm really happy that nothing happened to you, Alexander. I was uh going through your collection and I realized that your photography tells a story and is intended to have the viewer see things from a different perspective. So like if you guys slide to the first one that I pinned up, it's called Urban Flowers. and it's got like at an it's at an angle um in such a way that the buildings look like they're flowers that sprouted out from the ground which is really amazing um when you capture these images like that one do you have a sense of the meaning like intuitively or do you later look at it and assign the meaning to the photo- to the photograph um i do understand now uh, okay uh, for urban flowers it was uh, when i saw it i uh, immediately uh, think about uh, thought about the name sometimes it comes different sometimes i'm taking the photo and i have a feeling that i have here something but i'm not sure exactly so i need to transfer it to computer to to see it to feel it to start post processing and afterwards i come with a name uh, for the photo like uh, for example for example i will take you i will tell you a truth with uh, image from finland doesn't have yet a name that makes sense and it's remarkable like i was looking at urban flowers and i was looking at it and then i looked at the title and i was like ah of course yes so that made a lot of sense Yeah, I I I think I looked at that too and then I saw it and then then it it almost like the title made me look at it in a different way. You know, I'm like, "Oh, okay, so there's a there's like another perspective or way to kind of see this." And then I'm like, "Ah, yeah, I can I can see that. I can see what he's seeing in this picture." So that that's pretty cool. I see we got our buddy Chris uh up here on the stage as well raising his hand. How you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, Jan, Jennifer, Alexander? How y'all doing, guys? Doing good, Chris. How are you? another blessed day to be here and and just yeah i mean i'm always blown away just really by the just the genuineness and hearing you guys when you interview artists how thorough you are and and really just digging in and and um finding out about their passion their journey and and their vision and dreams and it's just amazing to hear and see and and alexander man you have some phenomenal photography i'm really just kind of immersed in it right now just looking through each one and going through your profile i had a question for you um you've been to so many just beautiful places it looks like that you know you've you've been blessed to be able to go and photograph is there somewhere that 
is a dream place that you'd like to go that you haven't been able to go to yet um, to take pictures? Uh, okay, as, as I said before, I have a list of every place in the world, um, uh, but I can like say uh, hard places to come. It's uh, for me. It's gonna be New Zealand. Um, I am driven to go to China. The hardest place to come right now for me it's uh, Iran. <laughs> for you know, no no reason, but I definitely want to go there some some uh, some time. So yeah, those uh, those places are hardest <laughs> hardest places I can think about uh, right now. I love that. It seems very on brand that you would mm-hmm. want to go to the places that are least accessible and hardest because you're definitely up to the challenge. So I hope you do get to go to those places. Yeah, I hope so too. Definitely. And I can only imagine how spectacular the pictures are going to be <laughs> when you do get to go out there. Uh, but yeah, hey, Chris, thank you so much for, for coming up here, man. I appreciate you uh, you coming up here and the, and, and the flowers. And I know we definitely got to get you up on this space as well as one of our, our guest artists as well, because I'd, I'd love to be able to know more about your story. And uh, why don't you give me a thumbs down? You up here, Chris. We're going to get you, man. We're going to get you up here for sure. But I uh, appreciate you being here, man, so much. Uh, so Alexander, uh, maybe the, where I wanted to go next with my question was, um, so you, you talked a lot about, you know, post-processing, right? And the importance of post-processing. Because at the beginning, you were taking pictures and they weren't looking maybe as great and you realize like, wow, there's there's you know, a lot of the, the work actually goes into that that post-processing part of it, right? And um, and the editing and everything you do after. Uh, so I want to know, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about like how you approach the post-processing and editing, you know, uh, part of this and any tips or techniques that you use specifically to like bring out the best in your photos. <clears throat> okay. Uh, first of all, <laughs> learn, <laughs> learn as much as you can. I like. Um, I always put something um, when I start in the post process. I put some tutorial video for what I can find from YouTube or um, some courses that I can find uh, because technology is improving all the time and techniques uh, techniques are improving all the time and you always can find something new that um, you didn't um, you didn't know before second i'm trying not to take image and to convert it to something i want i'm trying to take picture and to feel it and when I post processing, I go with the feeling of a picture. So the picture leads me somewhere. The photo leads me somewhere. Not I am like shaping it, but it's taking me somewhere. I don't have limits. Like um, I don't uh, have uh, deadlines that I need. I post photo today. I can keep it uh, for weeks post-processing, like five minutes, 10 minutes every day. Uh, sometimes I take photo completed work and I put it as my desktop uh, desktop background so I can look on it every day and I see mistakes and things I can improve. <laughs> what else? And uh, yeah. I love those answers, right? I mean, I think there's, there's a lot of... Uh... Great stuff you mentioned there, right? I think first and foremost that, you know, technology and techniques and things are constantly advancing, right? So it's cool to see that you're actually like 
you know, continuously like learning and improving, watching tutorials, seeing what else is, is available and, and making use of that. Cause I think that's, you know, important for photographers or artists, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever your craft is, right. That there's always a lot of like new developments and things like that. And then onto it, but you're actually like letting it guide you and lead you to, um, to like, you know, almost like bring out the beauty of, of what's already there. Right. So I think that that was really cool. And, and it's fascinating to me that, yeah, you, that you work on them for so long. I mean, I guess maybe this is also tied in with like the fact that you're maybe a software engineer and very, very detailed. And, and, uh, I almost wonder like, at what point do you, do you feel like it's done? You know, like, uh, you know, like it sounds like you could, you mentioned like 10, 11 hours sometimes putting into the, the post processing, you know, how do you then come to the point where you're like, okay, I'm, I'm finished. I'm not going to do anything more to this piece. Well, uh, yeah, I am. I usually, I have a flow, like I'm starting it. Uh, I put in it uh, fast edit, a long post process at Photoshop. Afterwards, I uh, send into some close uh, friends that give me um, tips. Uh, usually, if, um, if I give me like feelings, I like, I don't like, I like here, but something is missing. And uh, uh, also, I look how does it uh, pictures how it does look on the phone. I post process on the big screen, but I look on the phone because on phone, on the phone, you have an overall feeling. Afterwards, I put it as if it's horizontal, I put it on computer desktop. If it's vertical, I put it on my phone. I'm looking for mistakes. And if in a week I didn't found any mistake I want to change, I say, okay, I'm done and I post it. And if I found any mistake after I post it, it's like it's done. I'm not fixing it. I have I have some pictures that I know that I did <laughs> mistakes I want to improve. But no, uh, when it posted, it's done. It's completed. You let it go. That's it. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. Cool. No, thank you so much for sharing that. And, and, and really cool to understand a little bit behind the the thought process and all that. And um that's that's all awesome, and then you have friends also that get kind of you know you can bounce the you know, pictures off of and get feedback and input and all that. So that's cool. I like that hear that you uh, you do that as well to to get input on how they are. Um, I was curious, uh, and Giancarlo mentioned this, but as a software engineer, do you see a connection between the creativity that you have in that work to your photography? Okay, uh, being software engineer, I. It's pretty boring. I don't have much creativity on my work. <laughs> and uh, maybe uh, this is the reason I actually was able to find myself uh, doing something so creative. But it helps me uh, in terms of uh, studying. When I need to study to use some new technique, that it's not creative, but just click here, I click here, and do here. And uh, yeah, it's helps me uh, to learn something new. No, I was just thinking that I love that because it ties really well into Web3 because like, I think that's one of the the things about being an artist and translating it into Web3. You have to have this like technical background um, or at least like basic technical background. So having all of those skill sets really helps, you know, with that process. Yeah, definitely, for sure. 
And, and then on the topic of Web3, Alexander, um, I was curious, since you know, you've now joined this space and have been actually selling some of your work as, uh, as NFTs, what do you love most about being an artist in this space, in, in the Web3 space? I have a feeling of freedom. Like, I, I'm saying that I'm doing time blending. It's so inconvenient doing this in photography spaces, like common, uh, common usual uh, photography spaces. Most of them, they're looking on my picture, my photos, and say, ah, oh, it's Photoshop. No, it's in, in, it's not real photos. It's uh, like everything in Photoshop. Uh, it's not art. It's not photos. Yeah, it happens a lot. As real life photographers, uh, not in the free space, and uh, that uh, what you hear. You, you take photos as is. You put it. Uh, you post it, and uh, that's it. Uh, but here, I have a freedom feeling that I doing this, and I proud I'm doing this, and everyone has accepts me. And uh, people are admiring me and like and likes my work, and I think it's the best feeling in web free space. It's like to be to be myself, to to, to feel free. Oh, I love that, and I think that's something that's like common, you know, uh, across the board with like art, right? That that you know, in this space, you can pretty much you know create whatever you want, right? And you have that create that freedom, right, to create the type of art you want to do, and and you put it out there for the world, right? To, and, and and you can sell it. You're not dependent on having to, you know, get some editor, or magazine, curator, whatever it is, to tell you like, no, it has to be this way or that way, or no, you can't do that. Like you can you can create whatever you want, and you can put it out there, and people can appreciate it for what it is, man. So, so I know I love I love that answer so much. Um, that's, that's awesome. And, um, uh, so uh, Jenny in the intro mentioned, you know, you were, you were a featured, um, artist at, uh, at NFT NYC and I saw you had posted some pictures, uh, from your experience there. I was curious if you could maybe, uh, tell us a little bit about like, how was your experience, you know, at NFT NYC and what were maybe some of the most memorable moments of your, uh, of your trip? Okay. Uh, the most memorable moment was when I uh, actually arrived to NFT NYC and a huge amount of people and a huge Paces of everything, and I, I thought to myself, "Wow, this this event is huge! Uh, it's not like, like some local uh, for a small amount of uh, only people. Like it's everyone." And uh, when I spoke with people from every place at the world, and uh, I, I saw the art, the art was so different. And people said that people were different and uh, all kinds of art, all kinds of NFT. And uh, the feeling of huge, uh, it was most uh, most valuable moment for me. That's awesome. <laughs> and I, I didn't get to go, but I know, Jenny, uh, I, I, I vicariously experienced it to like all the pictures and videos that everybody posted. So I, I appreciated that a lot because... <laughs> Um, yeah, it was so cool to see, like, just the, like you mentioned, like the variety of artwork of different types of artists and, and the scale. And, and then this year, I, I mean, I think they did a really nice job of, of just, you know, making it a lot more like art centric and really, ex, you know, broadening, like how many people they feature and, and, and the artwork. So, man, that's so cool. It's awesome that you got to, to go there and experience it. Shoot. <laughs> I have a feeling that I was lucky being there manifested that luck. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I saw the picture on your um on your feed of you standing by the monitors. I love that picture, by the way, that cityscape one um that has like that frame 
that stone frame, and then inside is the city. That's such a beautiful, beautiful shot. So congratulations, because I could see why they selected it. It really is a stunning pitch. And I, it's Top of the Rock, right? That's the title of that one? Uh, yes, yes, it's Top of the Rock. It's uh, made at Top of the Rock, our failure center. <laughs> so <laughs> the name was pretty easy for, for that one. <laughs> That's awesome. So and Alexander, another question I had for you was maybe can you tell us about, you know, some of the maybe upcoming projects or goals or things that you're going to be doing next for your photography career? What we can maybe expect to see from you, you know, uh, coming soon, I guess, this year um, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, photography, NFTs, etc. Yeah, well, I'm still I'm still working on my photos from Finland. I was there in February and I'm still post-processing them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think there'll be uh, two more photos from Finland, and uh, then I will create uh, a collection because uh, I'm making photos. I need to make a title and to create a description. It takes it also time time consuming. So the next project will be uh, a collection from uh, Finland. Afterwards, I have uh, like. I think 3,000 photos to post-process from Utah. And, wow. Uh, yeah, it, um, and not photos, like 3,000 3, shots. Uh, I think it will, it will be five or six photo, uh, completed works from that amount of shots combined together. And uh, that's it for plant things. I definitely think that something will come unplanned. I'm dreaming about uh, going somewhere and take uh, photos of golden autumn. Uh, so probably uh, going to achieve it this year. That's it. That's awesome. Um, in Utah, what kind of uh, images were you able to capture? Was it like the um, the rock formation type stuff over there? I, I, I'm so sorry. I uh, I totally forgot for another project I'm doing. I uh, I'm trying to make a photo tour this year uh, because some people asking me uh, if I uh, teaching other people. So yeah, I, I'm working on a collaboration with uh, photo, some photo studio. I want to try it uh, this year together. And now about your question at Utah, uh, some night photos. Uh, it, it's complicated. It's complicated. I was at uh, Arches National Arches Park and Zion Park. It was a more scouting for me than doing actually uh, than doing actual photos. Um, for some reason, timing timing was uh, bad. I went uh, full moon, and I wasn't able to take photos of Milky Way and uh, things like that. So it's more scouting for the uh, doing actual work for for next year. But uh, there will be uh, some Star Trails shot and um, some single shot of Zion Park f full of snow. <laughs> wow, that sounds incredible! I can't, I can't wait to see what they come out, uh, come out like once you, um, once you share those pictures. Because yeah, like th that whole area in Utah, Zion, Arches, Offman is is spectacular. Such beautiful nature. So that's so cool. And. Um, there's a lot of your pictures that really like, you know, have caught my eye and, you know, and I actually pinned up one of this, this like little cabin. <laughs> I wanted to see if maybe you can tell us a little bit more. I presume this was also in Finland and a little bit more about like this shot and, and like, how did you find this little cabin in the middle of the, 
of like this, all this snow and maybe tell us a little bit more about this particular one that I pinned up here. Uh, actually, this place uh, came from advice uh, local photographer. Um, he said that uh, like go to the top of Kuntivara uh, near the Russian board, and uh, it's cool. Go there, and you will like the place. And I say, okay, if you're saying so, I definitely do need to come there. And um, going there, you go uh, snowmobile. And it's freezing when you go. It's like you don't feel <laughs> your legs and hands. And uh, yeah, uh, this place, it's actually a small hut uh, with a fireplace inside. When you go there, um, just make a fireplace and you stay inside. Um, feel your hands and uh, to, to warm a little bit. And if, uh, when you feel warm enough, you go out making photos. Uh, you're five minutes outside and you come back to warm, to warm for more. And this, uh, this head, it looks like uh, it's actually called, a uh, photo called uh, Baba Yaga Hideout, like from uh, Russian fairy tales. <laughs> Uh, if you know the name. I've heard that name. It was mentioned in that John Wick movie. Is Can you explain it a little more? I can try. Um, Baba Yaga is of uh, fairy tales, or Russian fairy tales. A uh, weird old woman, a weird old woman witch uh, who like um, steals small kids and eat them. <laughs> wow. That's Hansel and Gretel, basically, right? Yeah, that's what it sounds like, kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, she actually lives uh, inside of a, a hut that uh, had uh, chicken legs. <laughs> but uh, that has chicken legs uh, somewhere near the forest, and uh, this hut is exactly what I thought about when <laughs> I saw it. So that's cool. So this is actually like a place that anybody could just go into and use and crank up the fireplace to warm up or whatever. So it's just kind of like an open hot cabin available for anybody that, uh, any traveler that happens to, to come, come by it. Huh? Yeah. Uh, Finland has a lot of places like this. Most of the national parks, uh, when you travel uh, at some point of time, you get around some kind of hut, sometimes it's, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's bigger, but every place has a fireplace and uh, prepared uh, food for making fire. Oh, that's so cool. I, yeah, <laughs> I definitely understand why Finland uh, considered it as the uh, happiest country in the world for <laughs> fourth year, I think. Yeah, right. Like just lots of amenities, so much nature. I can only imagine everybody having that experience, they have to be happy. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I was just thinking about how uh, you mentioned, Alexander, that you really wanted to capture like autumn, like the golden colors of autumn. Um, have you thought of some locations uh, where you might be doing that? Actually, yes, I thought about, um, I have uh, two, two locations to consider. Uh, one, I thought about England, England, Scotland. And uh, a second was uh, Germany. Uh, Germany, Germany, Czechia, the border between uh, Germany and Czechia, uh, one of them. It's lovely. I could imagine like both locations, but like I've, I've seen um, landscapes of Scotland and the Highlands, that area. So that in fall must be stunning. 
So I just pinned up this picture and I just thought it was such a cool kind of like rock formation. And you can see like several people in here and then kind of a view of the city below. Where is this from? It just looks like such a cool place. Uh, uh, it's located at Israel. <laughs> ah, in Israel. Man, that's beautiful. Yeah, um, I can actually t t tell a little story about this picture. It's uh, a well-known location in Israel. It's called um, a Keshet Cave. And uh, usually people uh, shoot it uh, above. was the only one who did it at night uh, from below. And um, yeah, this uh, this photo is actually it's uh, it's called self-contained, and uh, it's about me. I'm I'm an introvert, and I like to stay in, in my own space and thinking about uh, staying away from people and looking on things. So this picture is actually about me, and it's me posing in the photo. <laughs> no, I love it, and it's cool that it also kind of symbolizes you know yourself as well, and. Seeing that you're an introvert as well, I, I, I more so appreciate, you know, you coming here and, and speaking with us and, and sharing more about your story and your photography, because I know maybe it's not as as easy <laughs> to be able to, to do that, you know, when, when you're not as comfortable um, you know, or not as extroverted as well. Yeah, it's uh, challenging. It's challenging for me speaking with people and uh, coming around. Um, well, you did very well. I, I had a really nice time getting to know you more. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, I'll do one last call in case we have any anybody that does want to come up and ask a question. Or um, if you can't come up, uh, you could also post it there down below in the uh, in the comments, and Jenny or I can ask it for you. I'm looking through right now; I don't see any right now. But um, so yeah, appreciate everybody that is here listening today. Um, and again, thank you, Alexander, so much for for joining us. You know, for coming up here and telling us a little bit more about your story, your, your photography, your, um, you know, editing process and, and post-processing editing. You know, it's, it's been really fascinating to, to learn more about it and more about your story. Um, I'm going to be also manifesting for you and hoping that, you know, you can uh, accomplish your dream of, you know, leaving your software engineering job and being able to start doing photography full time. And hopefully, yeah, 10 years from now, you've you know, hit all those wonderful places you want to go to. And, and I've been able to, yeah, to just, you know, create, uh, take more more photography and, and put more of that, that beautiful art on the world. Thank you. Thank you. Um, actually, if uh, no one has a question, can I ask you a question? Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm very curious, like, um, how do you uh, choose uh, artists uh, to, 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 to this space? How do you choose people to uh, interview? It was like a shock for me when you wrote what you want to interview. So how do you do it? You know, it's an interesting, it's funny, nobody's actually asked me that question before. But, um, uh, you know, it's been, it's been interesting. It's been a little bit of a mix. Uh, of different, like it's evolved, that it's changed a little bit over time. When I did like the very first spaces, you know, I was really kind of reaching out to people that like I knew and had connected with and that I kind of, you know, connected a bit with their art and with the person, you know, and I felt like really a pull or this, this you know, that kind of a, a want to like get to know them a little bit more and, 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 and get to know them better. So that's where initial spaces was more like, all right, let me, let me reach out to this person or that person. Um, some of them also kind of happen a little bit like serendipitously. Um, so for example, 
there's somebody in this space and that actually I think several people in this room know as well named, named Sequoia. And he posted a tweet one day saying like, hey, I just left my corporate life. I want to fully pursue my, you know, my artistic journey and, and, and change up my life. And you know, I want to connect with people here. And I said, Hey, you know, welcome. Um, let me know if there's any, anything I can do to help you out, uh, you know, with, with your, 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 you know, with your new phase of your life, you know? And he was like, yeah, I'll take you up on that for sure. I'm trying to get connected with more people and, you know, whatever. And I'm like, Hey, you want to come on my space? And, you know, I just extended an invitation, you know? And, and I, I had seen some of his artwork and because he hadn't even minted an NFT at that point, but I was like, yeah, he wanted to. And I was like, all right, let me, let me give this person a chance. Um, so that one was just, I just saw something and I was like, cool, let me, let me help this person out and, and connect with them. Other ones have been artists that I've been following and connecting and that I really admire, you know, and I thought, wow, these people have like fantastic artwork and I'd love to know more about them. You know, so we had, for example, like, Jason Chambers on here, you know, is like an absolute legend, uh, Eddie Gangland. So I think we've tried now like to be a bit more intentional about um, like who we bring on. And, and what, I, what I try to do here as well is be a bit intentional about like getting a good mix, right? So like in some cases, like maybe bringing on somebody that's very well established, right? Like that's already got like a huge following, maybe a very successful already track record, because then that we could learn from those people, right? Like, how did they get there? What's what's helped them? Who helped them? And, and there's a lot of learning and inspiration that could come from that, from listening to someone like Eddie Gangland, like like uh, Jason Chambers, you know, the, those kind of people, right? So trying, I'm trying to, you know, we've been trying to like actively bring some of those on, but then I, at the same time, I like to bring on people that maybe are lesser known, and then um, and give them an opportunity to connect with other people, right. And get to know a little bit more about their story. And especially if their like artwork is, is amazing. If I see, I'm like, wow, this person's got such awesome photography or art, you know? And so, so I thought, you know, that, that, that's cool too. And, um, and I think sometimes it's, it's interesting to bring on, um, you know, different kind of people, right. So I'll give a couple other examples of something that I thought was, would be unique and different. Like Nefemi, who's here in the, in the audience, you know, he's not a, uh, let's say like a visual artist, right? But he's a literary artist. You know, he's a, he's an author, a writer. Um, and he actually also produces music and beats. And I said, you know, wow, it'd be cool to bring on to get that perspective, you know, because maybe some people here also enjoy writing and, and, and it would be nice to like get to hear from someone that's written novels, you know, and what is, what does that look like? What does that creative process look like? Or another example um, of something like that was um, we had somebody who was a poet, um, Dank, uh, you know, just really a little bit out there, just very different kind of mindset philosophy. Um, I was like, yeah, let's, let's, let's get a poet on here. Let's listen to some of that. And, and that was a pretty cool space. You know, he like improvised poetry for us and had a lot of very different views on life, you know? So, so yeah, I think it's, you know, it's, it might, my process evolved a little bit. It's some of it's, you know, connecting with people, people that I, I, I've been drawn to, or I appreciated their art and trying to keep a mix, you know, bringing some people that are, Maybe further along, some people just starting out, some people somewhere in between, and getting a variety of, 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 of representation, right, as well. You know, making sure we got, you know, enough women here, men, you know, different nationalities, backgrounds. So, yeah, so try, really trying to be mindful about that and, and getting a good mix of people that we bring on. So thanks for that question, because, yeah, this is the first time somebody's asked it. <laughs> yeah, thank you for answering. All right, I'll do a last call. If anybody else wants to come up, feel free. Hello, me, Peanutty. How's it going? 
Alexander, uh, everybody in the space. Thanks. I didn't really get to, I caught the tail end of this. I didn't get to hear about everything that was going on with Alexander, but appreciate you guys holding the space and uh, putting the spotlight on everybody and, and helping uh, get some eyes on everybody's work. Definitely helps out a lot. And hopefully everybody's day is going really good so far. Yeah, I can't complain. And I, I, I think I could speak for Giancarlo, but we really enjoy it. Like, it's really fun to do this and we get to learn so much. So it's really our pleasure. Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure to do this. I mean, and it, it's cool, you know, it's cool to just get to know people, you know, make new connections, get to know people on a, a, on a little bit of a deeper level and understand more about like the artists behind the art, a bit more about their process, you know, how, how they do things, what inspires them. So yeah, no, we, I absolutely love love doing this this kind of stuff and definitely plan to continue doing it. Um, and if anybody here is interested in coming as a speaker, you know, just open it up right now, you know, or, or Jennifer and, um, you know, happy to, to, to bring more more people on to, you know, put the spotlight on, on, on other artists. I mean, and actually there's some people that are in here in this audience that we already have planned for May and June, you know, I see uh, you Zapata here. I think I know I've seen uh, Prashanta wasn't here before. So we got a few people lined up. But yeah, if people are interested, um, definitely you know, hit us up and would love to would love to chat up and, 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 and give you a spotlight and, and learn more about your, your work, your art, your story. And Peter, yeah, thank you so much for, for coming up here to share that with us. Uh, appreciate it, man. I wish I had more to share, man. I just, I didn't get to really hear what was going on. So I wouldn't have much to say on, on uh, what you guys spoke about, but I just wanted to show some support to y'all and, and definitely will try to make it earlier. Um, so I can and share in, in the work that he's presenting, but I'll go ahead and check out your profile, Alexander. And thank you very much for coming today. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. You just, you know, coming on here, you can always check out the recording after if you want to see it. And yeah, definitely check out Alexander's work, man. I mean, it's photography. I mean, you can you can see it for yourself, but it's it is spectacular, man. It is just it, it is stunning stuff. So, uh, so yeah, no, thanks for thanks for coming up here, man. Appreciate it. And hope you have a, a great rest of your day and weekend, man. And I see now we got uh, we got AJ up on the stage. Uh, I had sent you a few uh, invites. I'm like, let's see if he comes up. So appreciate you being up here, man. How you doing? What's up? What's up, y'all? Uh, yeah, I saw your invites. I was uh, I was doing some work on the computer trying to send some emails and stuff. So I couldn't quite get to it then, but then, then I saw P nutty come up here. So I figured why not? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hop up on stage and just say what's up. Um, no, I've, I've enjoyed the space so far. I kind of hopped in a little bit. I don't, I, I don't know too much about photography. So I typically, you know, I'm not going to try to pop in and act like I do and ask all these questions or whatnot, but I just wanted to say that it's like, Alexander, the work is beautiful. Like, I just like when I'm staring at it, it's like, I just want to see more and keep looking and keep looking like every single piece you have up here is just spectacular, like across the board. Like, so like kudos to you, man. Like, it's really, really wonderful. Um, but yeah, besides, besides that, just dropping some flowers, y'all just wanted to wish you all a happy Friday and hope everybody has a great weekend, you know, and, uh, I love the space. Keep going, keep doing it. Thanks, AJ. Appreciate you coming up, man. And, uh, and yeah, share, you know, giving us some of the, the flowers. You could definitely count on us keeping, continuing to do it because, because we love it. And, um, and it's cool, you know, to see, uh, you know, folks like you and others that are in here that, that kind of come, you know, weekly on a, on a regular basis and, and, you know, listening in. So, so yeah, man, definitely count on that. And yeah, I hope you also have a great day and uh, weekend as well, man. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I love finding good spaces that I can like come in and just kind of vibe out with like, 
the the vibe here is cool. Everybody in this everybody in this space in the room is just cool, you know. So like it's really really fun and welcoming space that I like. I try to you know at least at least listen into every Friday. You know, I don't come up and speak very often, but like I said, I try I try to at least listen in, get soak in some of these good vibes, and then help it carry me on through the weekend. So like I said, I I appreciate it. You know, um, and if I can come up and speak and help kind of carry the conversation on a little bit, I'll I'll do my best to try to you know entertain that. Yeah, I no, appreciate it, man, for sure. And uh, I do appreciate back in the day. I remember when we had that one one space that uh, we couldn't get a dank on the first time and you you stepped up and uh we turned it into a whole different conversation but that, that was pretty cool man so i appreciate, appreciate your support and and yeah and just coming up and uh and doing that yeah no doubt you gotta like i told you before john color you kind of have to nudge me sometimes you know you give me give me a little <laughs> i know yeah you give told me, me a little kick in the back and then I'll, I'll come up and talk otherwise i just i sit here and then i look at that request button and i like i go to push it and then i take my finger back and then i go to push it again take my <laughs> finger back so uh I appreciate you uh, doing like you said you would and give me a little push to get up on the stage. It's always so nice to hear from you, AJ. Oh, thanks, Jennifer. Uh, I, I, you know, I got a lot going on in, like, in life. You know, like I have the, the family and the three kids and like it's hard for me to, 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 to find the time, you know, or to be able to come up here and speak whenever I'm comfortable at it, you know, it's gotta be like, I gotta find the perfect time. I enjoy coming up and talking to you guys. I always do. But like, uh, sometimes I just can't do it, you know, like later on in the evening, like I was in y'all space last night with Alyssa and like that space is just awesome. Like the vibe was just perfect over there, but like, I couldn't talk because like the kids, I had to get the kids to bed and like, we're doing all these things. And then my wife was like, she was kind of upset at the kids. So I'm trying to balance (laughs) life, (laughs) you know? So I feel you. I feel you 100%, man. 100%. I don't have three kids. We got two, but it was the same thing. Like I joined the space and then I'm like, I'm trying to do stuff and the kids aren't behaving. And I'm like, I gotta go home. I totally get it. I totally get it. And that's why like, I, I, you know, I wasn't able to really speak for like most of it. Then finally, like when the kids were you know sleeping, I'm like, all right, let me hop back in again and, and see if I can you know jump on and say something. But, but yeah, you know, it's, it's those spaces. Yeah. Like the, the, like you said, the vibes were, were just fantastic. I mean, I, I, you know, I was, um, you know, I don't know, like I was having some challenges and stuff like during the day. And then, you know, maybe my energy was a little bit lower. And then I, I came out of that space just feeling like so much positivity, so much love, so much like creative energy. Yeah, it was it was cool, man. It was it was pretty awesome. So it's good that, that you were you got to be there, at least even if it was just listening in. Yeah, it was just for a little bit. I just wanted to pop in, you know, like I said, it was a great space. And like I said, hearing you guys talking and Jennifer and Alyssa and Oh gosh, I can't think of his name. He was up yeah, there. Jesse was on. Yeah, who was up there? Sarkis. Sarkis. Yeah, no, Sarkis vibe is Sarkis. like so smooth and just good. You know, like it, just hearing him talk like just brings me a level of calm. So like uh, I really enjoyed it the time I was there. But thanks, Jennifer. I always enjoy hearing you as well and talking to you guys. So uh, I, pr- I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all so much. I appreciate you too, brother. All right, and uh, I see we got we got Chaz uh, up here on the stage. How you doing, Juan Carlos? How are you, brother? Hey, Jennifer, how are you? Hey, good. Wow. How are you, Leslie? Missing you, missing you, man. Has uh, what's it been two weeks? Right. I want to go back to New York. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's just go. <laughs> no, I, I wanted to hop up real quick. Sorry, I was on a work call and I had this in my other ear, and I finally had a chance to raise my hand and, and be able to hop in. But Alexander, I love your your photography, man. I, I got to tell you. 
what you're doing is exactly my most favorite style of photography. It's what I aspire to be when I, when I do my photography and, uh, amazing, amazing work. And your story is, is really, uh, is, is amazing to, to hear how you can go through such a hard thing, but it frees you up to become who you have become. And, uh, you're very blessed and lucky to, uh, to be where you're at. So just want to step up and say that and, uh, love you guys. Love these spaces. So keep it up. Love you too. Thank you, friend. Thank you, man. Hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. You too. All right. Well, I think that's got, we got through all of our speakers. I mean, all of our, all of our people coming up on stage. Uh, so I will now go ahead and wrap, wrap it up. But uh, yeah, thanks again, Alexander, uh, you know, for being here again. We appreciated it. And um, it was, it was so cool to, um, you know, to hear your story. And um, you know, just like, uh, like Wesley was saying, you know, like, cool to hear that yeah like you know that you went through that tough time with a divorce but you were able to then you know you know, t- you know convert that now into then finding your passion and now pursuing it and um and like you said i mean the work is is, is just fantastic so it was so cool to to get to know more about you to learn more about your photography and all your the stuff you're doing and uh, man wishing you all the best and uh, also to everyone here hope you all have a great day and, and weekend as well thank you guys for being here 